It's time for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group with financial advisors Kevin Corhorn, Mike Bernard, and Josh Gregory. Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at Ledoux, Curran, and Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett, and the Inspired Team at REMAX 100, and Bethel College's Adult and Graduate Studies Program. Good morning, folks. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so glad to have you with us. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group, where every week we're helping you take your next wise step in your financial life. My name is Mike Bernard. I'm your host, as well as one of the certified financial planners on the show, along with certified financial planners, Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory. Have you ever given any thought to what the focus of your life will be when you're retired? Some of you are looking forward to a better golf score or some new hobbies. Maybe you're just ready to relax or do some traveling or something. Or maybe, I wonder if some of you are looking forward to and excited about an even greater purpose and impact than you've ever had before. Today, our friend and fellow certified financial planner, Jeff Bernier, returns to the show to challenge us with a higher vision of retirement. That's right. We're glad to have Jeff back with us. If you have a question, we'd love to hear from you and answer it on an upcoming show. Reach out to us. Go to wisemoneyradio.com. You could submit your question right there on the right, as well as catch up on all the previous episodes. You could also give us a call, send us a text, 574-222-2000. Put your name as well as all the details of your question right there uh, in the message. You can also visit us, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Wise Money Radio. So uh, it was back in the middle of September, I think, uh, Season 3, Episode 3, we had our dear friend Jeff Bernier on the program with us uh, talking about investment strategy. And... We asked him at the time, hey, can you stick around and can we talk about my second, our second favorite topic, which is retirement planning? And he agreed to do so. He's taken a little bit of a different approach, and Josh kind of alluded to it, uh, about about uh, retirement. So we're going to dive into that today. But before we get too far, Jeff, why don't you introduce yourself? Okay, great. Thanks again for having me back. I um, uh, It's always a pleasure to, to learn from the KFG team and I uh, really appreciate the opportunity to, to hang out with you guys. So um, my name, is, again, is Jeff Bernier. I'm the founder, president, and chief investment officer of Tandem Growth Financial Advisors. We're a, a wealth management firm in the Atlanta, Georgia area who are passionate about helping our clients create the freedom and the capacity to go pursue their vision of a meaningful life. So we do that through a high level of comprehensive financial planning and investment services. But the goal is to help people create the freedom and the capacity to go do whatever they determine is their calling. Um, I've been at this craft for 31 years, uh, April Fool's Day, 1986, but who's counting? (laughs) (laughs) I've been married to my wife, Ashley, for 25 of those 31 and have two great kids, uh, Nick, who is 20, and Natalie, who is 18. So again, thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, and as you're all hearing, Jeff has an amazing Southern accent that I'm very envious of. It just sounds so smooth. But he's also got great words that we don't hear up here. Jeff, you are the first person who ever introduced me to the word boondoggle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never heard that one until I met you. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is a regular boondoggle right here. It today, is, folks, absolutely. So. All right. And so, my favorite thing to do is uh, have Jeff tell me what month comes after June. 
I think that would be July. Okay. July. <laughs> July. <laughs> I love it. All right. Let's well, we'll have some pecan pie. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about retirement a bit today. And, and as you know, here at Corhorn Financial Group, we've got a really thorough process uh, that we walk people through to help them see and gain the, the clarity and the confidence that they're on track or that they're doing what they need to do to be on track for their retirement goal. The approach that we take people through, the RetireWise process, is a little bit similar to what Jeff is doing, but over the past few years, he's kind of elevated the conversation and the vision with his clients about what retirement's all about. So help us understand the the why and the what of your retirement approach, Jeff. Um, Yeah, I think I would start by uh, just telling my journey a little bit. Um, So I read a book about 15 years ago called Halftime uh, by Bob Buford. Um, and it's a great book, and really the idea behind the book is that through our careers and our life, we develop success and titles and um, property and families, and at some point in our life, we begin to question, is that all there is? Is there something more to life? And, and, and we can talk a little bit more about that. So I read that 15 years ago, and it was interesting, but really didn't speak to me. Hmm. So in 2012... Um, I was approaching 50 the next year in 2013, the age 50. Okay. And so I reread the book, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. I mean, it really, really did hit me. And, of course, our firm at that point had had some measure of success, and uh, it was obvious that we were going to um, – that, that I was sort of in that place where I was wondering, okay, what do I do next? What you know, what does God want me to do with my life and my business, and what is my role in it? And those kinds of questions I began ask, asking. So I read the book, and it just nailed me. And uh, so I got really passionate about the idea in helping others kind of come to grips with this season of halftime. So I reread the book. I went to the Halftime Institute, which is a two-day process in Dallas, uh, and actually had a coach for two years to help me flesh out, you know, what provides meaning and purpose to my life and um, how do I create the capacity and the, and the do it. And as I was going through the process, it, it became obvious to me that my target client as a firm are individuals who are often in this phase of life. Hmm. They're at a point in life where they're beginning to wonder, what's next? How do I, how do I create meaning and purpose? And those kinds of things. So, um, and again, humans uh, crave meaning. You know, in 1946, you know, Viktor Frankl wrote the classic uh, Man's Search for Meaning. Yep. Famous psychologist, Holocaust survivor. And so this is not a new concept. Yeah. Um, and um, but I, I think it's it, it's harder to find meaning meaning in today's world. I'll just speak for myself with technology and the various distractions that we have. We've used the term it's a VUCA world. It's very volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. And, and I, I think man's search for meaning. The only thing that you would change today, sixty years later, would say persons search for meaning um, because it's just <laughs> as relevant to, it's just it's just yeah. as relevant today yeah. that we're all kind of searching and we're no closer to having that clarity yeah well you know one of the things I found too in in my life and um, oftentimes people only start asking these questions during times of crisis Interesting. So they have a divorce they lose a job they lose a spouse yeah, they have a death in their family yeah. and when everything else is stripped away then you start actually going to the locker room and having your halftime. Sometimes it rec- um, Bob Buford was at the sessions that I went to, and he referred me to a book called Falling Upward by a Franciscan 
priest named Richard Rohr. Huh. And the whole concept of that book is that you do actually start understanding who you are oftentimes during the falling. Mm. So that's why it's called falling upward. And huh. so, so to your point, mm. the world tells us you're successful if you meet these criteria. And, you know, we're all just swimming in the same stream together, and it's easy to get sucked up into it. Occasionally, you have to have a slap in the face to help you reflect. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's so that was so in 2013 I reread the book and it became obvious to me that my platform is my firm. So I'm not supposed to go to Liberia with Kevin and start a church. I'm not supposed to start a ministry. I came to the conclusion that my purpose in life is to create a firm that serves these half-timers, these mid to late career executives primarily, to help them create the freedom and capacity to go do whatever they find is their unique calling. Mm-hmm. For them, this mm-hmm. is not something you dictate or I dictate. We have to help them do a little bit of excavation on their own for them to uncover it. And we can talk a little bit in the next segment about the three components of that, but, but that's really what I came to the conclusion on. I can imagine that that brought a lot more satisfaction to the work that you do as well, right? Because helping wealthy people multiply their wealth, you know, that's fun for a while, but uh, for what purpose, right? If, right? if you're freeing them up to actually go have an even greater impact in this world around them uh, because they have financial freedom, wow, that uh, I, I'd imagine it never feels like you've worked a day since that point. Well, I mean, you know, we're still a wealth management firm. Yeah. And yep. so we still have to do the craft with excellence. Sure. So we can't just be, you know, coaches. Matter of fact, we are not coaches. We, we do the front end and try to encourage them and give them resources. But we're having deeper conversations, which is really cool because you guys do this. I mean, life planning is a term that's used a lot in our industry. Mm-hmm. I believe good financial planning is life planning. That's Absolutely. right. You guys already do that. You do that every day. So the stuff I'm doing, I've just put different words on it. I think you're already doing it. <laughs> Well, but I also think it's a different approach than what many people are currently taking to their financial life. And I would even argue many financial planners, it's a different approach than what they're taking as they serve their clients. So my question to you is, what's your vision for the rest of your life? And then are you going to live that out intentionally? We've got a lot more questions here to to talk to Jeff about and really just discuss as you map that out for you. So a lot more here to come on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Good morning, folks. Thank you so much for being with us today, spending part of your Saturday with us. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike Bernard, alongside Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory from the KFG Studios. Special thanks to the attorneys at Ledoux, Curran, and Keene, as well as First State Bank, for sponsoring the content of today's program. We've got special guest, certified financial planner Jeff Bernier, with us from Atlanta, Georgia. He was on about a month ago talking about investments. He's back today talking about retirement planning and really the big vision, folks that you need to have when it comes to really how you intentionally approach life and make your decisions, especially financial decisions. We've got a lot more to come on that. If you have any questions or a comment, disagree with anything we're saying, or just want to give us an amen, reach out, 574-222-2000, call or text. Visit us online, wisemoneyradio.com, or Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Wise Money Radio. So we were, we were 
kind of dissecting this new investment, or excuse me, new retirement approach that Jeff's taking. It's very similar to the one that we use here at KFG. It's just different terminology. And, and we're about halfway through the explanation of helping folks with their halftime and their halftime approach. So Jeff, why don't you continue explaining the approach you take? Yeah. And I think the best way to do this is just talk about the, a couple of concepts I, I learned through the Halftime Institute. And the first one is our lives are very much like the classic S curve. If you just draw, you know, an, a big S, you know, with a decline at the beginning and then you rise and then you go back down at the end. That's kind of the way our life is and, and oftentimes the way our careers are. So the first part of our careers, for instance, are learning periods where you go backwards. I mean, you might have negative net worth. You're spending more than you're making as you're investing in yourself and you're developing capabilities. But at some point, you start gathering skill and you start advancing forward. So you start going up on the S. And you develop, as I mentioned before, you develop titles and you develop uh, skills and you develop financial security perhaps and you buy homes and second homes and country clubs and you get your kids in college. And what happens with many of us is we'll reach a point at some point in the future where that game is not as fulfilling as it once was. Hmm. And and. Uh, and, the, and you have a midlife crisis, buy a Ferrari, and there you go, right? Well, that's End a, of the story. That, well, that's the danger, right? <laughs> so this is a dangerous time when you're on top of the S-curve uh, because that is when those types of things happen. Yeah. You know, you, you lose relationships or you make bad choices, and you're looking for something. You're looking for something to give you, um, you know, purpose or meaning in your life, and oftentimes they're unhealthy choices. Hmm. So at some point you start going back down the other side of the top of the S, if that makes any sense. Yep, sure. And, um, and so the idea in halftime is before you reach the peak, you go to the locker room hmm. and you assess the first half. You say, okay, what did we do well in the game? What am I proud of? What, you know, what am I good at? What, you know, those kinds of things. And so you go to the locker room, you reflect on the first half, and you strategize the second half. Hmm. And the idea is... You start a new S-curve with a new vision, a new purpose, a new passion before you reach that point of burnout or decline. And your life is a series of re-going to the locker room and redoing the S-curve. So that's really the idea here. And it's not really chronological. I mean, there are 20-year-old um, kids in Scottish Rite Hospital in Atlanta suffering with cancer who might already be in the halftime because they've had a life event where they have figured out what's important. Yeah, yeah. There are people in their 90s who never get there, who are just doing the Ferrari thing that you just described <laughs> and, and never get there. And they think that, uh, you know, a scratch handicap is their purpose in life. And that's fine. Yep. And, and, it, and let me make sure I make this clear. There's no judgment here. The, the excavation is figuring out what gives you meaning and purpose. Yep. I believe being a mentor to your grandchildren and taking them on unique experiences it's certainly a worthy second-half adventure, just like going to Liberia and building a church is a worthy second-half adventure. So it, this is unique to the individual yeah. in helping them uncover that. So, so how do you recommend that people approach that locker room type experience? Is this a retreat that they go on and they're doing some introspection? Is it, does it just kind of happen organically while they're driving in their car? What, what, what does the locker room experience look like for our listeners? Yeah, that's, that is a really, really good question because I think there's multiple paths. I mean, uh -huh. there's a, you can get there a lot of different, a lot of different ways. Um, uh, you know, Halftime is a Christian book. 
Uh, so it'll speak to Christians, uh, maybe more than to non-Christians. There are other resources called Encore, which is a great organization that helps people figure out where to plug in and serve uh, higher callings. Mm. Um, but there, there, there are multiple paths. Um, and what we learned, or one of, what I learned in, 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 ha- in the halftime process, was there's three very important concepts that I call core capacity and context. And so the first step is you've got to figure out what your core is. What, what are your gifts? What are you passionate about? Um, what brings you to your knees? What calls in the world affects you? So that's the core. So and, f- and are you asking those questions of folks as they, as they come in? We, we ask similar questions, but th- those are actually uh, a little more pointed. So are you asking those questions? Yeah, so in, um, in the front end part of our client relationship, we're yep. asking some fairly deep questions that help us uncover what clients value most. Because folks, money is intimate. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't talk about your money choices without talking about your life choices and what you really want to do. It, money is not an end. It, it, it's got to be helping your financial choices need to help springboard you into the life that you want. Right. Right. So yeah. So the front. So the front end discovery is about that. So yeah. it is. In, and again, I know you guys do something very similar in terms of helping get their actions and resources in alignment with their values. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. I mean, um, and again, you understand. I started this journey in 2013. Yeah. So I spent the last three years building capacity in my firm so that we could have these deeper meaning conversations. So what we hope to do is to do workshops. And then get clients to the you know to the best resources, but Love we it. are but we're, but that's what we're doing. But the core is key because you've yep. got to figure out what are your gifts. You know what am I passionate about? What you know what really gives me energy, uh, and what is a need in the world that is meaningful to me mm-hmm. essentially. So that's the core part. The second circle, if you will, or the second in this little Venn diagram kind of idea is your capacity. Where is the capacity? Do you have the time? Do you have the resources? Do you have the spiritual overflow? Do you have, um, you know, do you have the resources necessary to go do some other things outside of your life one career? And mm-hmm. that's really the tandem growth lives in qua- in that quadrant, in that circle. Mm-hmm. We're all about helping people create the capacity. So we help them a little bit on the front end with the core, but really our job is in the capacity space to help them create the time and the margin, the financial margin, to have the luxury to go explore. That's exactly where my mind was going. I mean, it it sounds like retirement planning on steroids in a way because you're helping people use the resources that they've accumulated and and grown to free them up, to have the time, the energy to go pour themselves into something new maybe. That's right. And and again, I... I'm 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 not always even crazy about the term retirement planning, uh-huh. um, but I want them to create the freedom. Yeah. However, yeah. they yeah. want to define that. Traditionally, obviously, we would think about as retirement, but you know, my dad told me um, my dad uh, my mom died of cancer, and when she was diagnosed with cancer and had an unsuccessful surgery, my dad told me that day was one of the three worst days of his life. Mm. One of those three was the day he retired. Wow. So the danger here is you need life two or life three or life four hmm. to go to. You need something to go to. Absolutely. So this is about uncovering what am I going to. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so the core is about what are your values, what brings you to your knees, what gives you passion. 
quadrant two, this capacity, is how do I create the space? And our wealth management practices, yours and mine, are really about helping people create the space to go pursue that. The third one I can touch on later, I'll just do it quickly here, is, is context. And that's where you serve, where you're going to do it. Mm. And again, in mm. my case, I came to the conclusion that the firm is my context. Yeah. So we again, that's that's the general idea on on you. But there's multiple places that you could uh, develop these ideas. Firms like ours that give you the front end, but you, but their books. The halftime book is terrific. Mm-hmm. Roy Lieb has wrote a terrific book. Who is a halftime guy? Um, the Halftime Institute is is great. Encore, as mm-hmm. I mentioned, is great. There are others. The the point here, folks, and we've used this term several times on the Wise Money Program, it's just having harmony in your life and your finances. And and what Jeff's bringing to the conversation is harmony in your vision for your your future as well. And so I'm, I'm excited to learn a little bit more about concepts and how these three get put together. I also share some client stories, success stories of how this actually gets played out in real life. So a lot more to come here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Good morning, folks. Thank you so much for being with us today, spending part of your Saturday with us. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike, alongside Josh Gregory and Kevin Corhorn in the KFG Studios. Big thank you to Bethel College Adult and Graduate Studies, as well as Diane Bennett with Remax 100 for partnering with us on the Wise Money Show. Today, we're joined by special guest, once again, certified financial planner from Atlanta, Georgia, Jeff Bernier, talking about retirement planning and really elevating the vision of what your retirement plan, or let's just say long-term financial plan, really is all about and what you need to be doing today to reach that goal. We're going to talk about some examples here and what it takes to get there in just a minute. If you have any questions, we'd love to hear from you. 574-222-2000. You can call or text your question that way or reach out to us, wisemoneyradio.com. You can submit a question right there on the right, as well as catch up on previous episodes. Also, by the way, uh, check out the podcast, YouTube, Google Play. You can subscribe to it. I know a lot of folks, I've gotten questions from folks where they say, yeah, I listen to the podcast every week while I'm cutting the grass or doing whatever around the house. So um, check us out that way as well. So I want to interject a question here real quick, because um, you know, in, in our last segment, Jeff, you were talking about how your process of financial planning is to help people uncover what they value most. And um, you, you talked about how many people get to the point in their life where uh, you know, they decide they're moving from not just having a successful life, but having more significance in the second half. Ooh, I right? love that term. Significance, yes. Um, so, so I'm curious if maybe you can share some stories or, or some examples of someone who maybe they, they went through that process, they realized, hey, I have the, the financial uh, freedom now to uh, maybe pursue a, a new purpose, uh, some sort of new event. Maybe you guys have uh, additional stories as well, Kevin and, and Mike, but are, are there any examples that you would point towards of this working? Yeah, I've I've got a couple, and um, and I'm sure we could all chime in with with others as well. So I've got a real estate developer client that I've that I've had for a number of years, very successful. Donald doing, Trump, 
<laughs> it, is, it, is it Donald it, Trump? It is not. It is not the Donald. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> just checking. Um, just checking. Uh, confidentiality will not allow oh, me to disclose so who be, this client is. It uh, could there, be. Mike. Uh, so, <laughs> at any rate, he's very successful developing high-end commercial properties, and and it, he also sounds like Donald. <laughs> he also developed um, a, a number of resort rental properties, and during the Great Recession, um, he had to hunker down um, and clean up his balance sheet and. You know, we we had to do a lot of a lot of work to just get him through the the season, and now he is just great guns again. He has built some of the most fabulous properties in the southeast that, you know, if you went to, you'd be just really really impressed with what they have rebuilt over the last six or seven years, and it's pretty phenomenal because this guy now, when I talk to him, it's all about taking that same idea and investing it into inner cities. Wow! Mm. So there's a community in Atlanta that he's passionate about helping. Uh, so he sort of went through this environment and says, you know, this is cool that I've done this stuff and it's provided a lot of financial security, and, um, but I want to use these gifts mm-hmm. and, and impl- influence areas that are, you know, poverty, a lot of homelessness, and a, a, lot, of, a lot of difficult uh, environments. So that's just an example. He, he, he kind of, again, and again, uh, part of it was he already went through this. So the money, it, the interesting thing is after he's built this up, and again, this is me projecting on him, so I don't know this for a fact. He's not here. Go ahead. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe maybe he won't listen to the podcast. Uh, it is um, he holds his resources a lot, lot more lightly. Huh. The worldly resources a lot more lightly, mm. and just wants to be. It appears to me wants to be a really good steward, and that's just cool to me. Yeah. And what little impact we had asking some questions, sending him some resources. Uh, may have had some influence. Well, it, it's important, though, also, folks, uh, to talk about, I, I don't know where you're at financially. And, and, and Jeff's story here of an individual who'd obviously made some sacrifices and spent a lot of time working to build his financial situation the way that it was. Folks, it takes a lot of time and starting early to start building in the right financial habits so that you can have this flexibility in the future. And that's why you want to work with a a certified financial planner, because whether it's a girls soccer team or it's your own financial life, you have to believe. And I just I'd love to share this. I, I got a message from a friend. Uh, a few weeks back, and I'll just read it here. It says, Kevin, I haven't thanked you, and I am sorry. As you know, I am semi-retired, and that is because 20 years ago, you set me on a path that allows me to do that at 62. Thank you, my friend, and let's do lunch soon, and I will buy. So you know I'm taking him up on that. <laughs> uh, you are on a diet, aren't you? Um, so man, what a sweet friend he is. Have a great, ha- have a great holiday weekend. So the interesting thing is, when I started working with this family back in 1998, they came in and said, "What do we need to do?" to be retired someday. We're, they, they were looking, it, it was kind of a halftime type of a deal. We're sitting in the locker room assessing what's happened so far. Uh, this would put him at about 42. And I said, look, in order to reach your financial goals, you're going to have to save about $1,500 a month. And at that point they weren't saving and hadn't, and really didn't have much saved at all. And a lot of times people feel very self-conscious and 
don't really have belief. And so I help them with their budget and a number of things. And 18 months later, they were saving $1,500 a month. And so I walked with them through, no, you don't want to, I know all the guys in your neighborhood are buying these tech stocks, don't do that. And he didn't, and he came back after the bubble burst and thanked me profusely for stopping him from doing that. Because you could see the future, right? You knew that those things were going to blow up. <laughs> no, because we had a process. And if you follow the process, there's a great protection. You, get, you have clarity and confidence. He came to me in towards the end of 2008, early 2009, and said, hey, I want to figure out a way to get money out of my 401k. I don't care what the consequence, tax consequence penalty, I want to get it out of my 401k and buy gold. Hmm. And I said, no, actually, you don't. And um, so we've been through the kind of the ups and the the downs but here now at 62 he is semi-retired and he's moved into significance he's working um i'll just say very generally serving very underserved people in the middle east and doing incredible work and he's doing that incredible work because 20 years ago he showed up and said, I need help. Will you help me? And he was coachable and goal-oriented. And he was l- willing to listen to financial wisdom all along the way. And here it is. He's able to do things that he really didn't really even believe he'd ever be able to do. But because he was willing to do uh, some certain disciplines, here it is. Well, and he's doing some things that many of his peers will never be able to do because 20 years ago, they maybe didn't start down that same path. So uh, what, what a great example of where financial planning does free you up to be able to do something more meaningful down the road than, than many people could ever imagine. Yeah, and, and I think an important lesson from that is their vision for their future was true north. Mm. So the reason they took your advice and stuck with the advice, I believe, is they had a vision that they were going towards, right? It wasn't a short-term outperformance or net worth number. It was a vision for what life should be. So I think what we really do is we help our clients set a vision. We take that vision and we translate it into quantifiable goals in which we can make a plan to fund those goals. But you really have to start. It's a head and a heart journey. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You've, You've got to start with the vision and then from that vision create the quantifiable goals and that and the plan rises from that. So their ability to stick with it, I believe, has a lot to do with that long-term vision. If it, What is it? I mean, if you're, you're going to deal with two types of pain, the pain of sacrifice or discipline or the pain of regret. And so building that plan and developing, but, but you got to start with first the why. Why are you doing this? So then you can build the plan. This is now what you need to do. These are the sacrifices, the trade-offs you need to make. And, and then, you know, you're, you're starting to work that plan. My question, we're going to hit this in just a second, is, is this only for the wealthy, right? Do you need to have a lot of money to be able to think about your halftime and your purpose? Folks, the obvious answer is no. But I want the Wise Money Show to be this place, this source of financial encouragement. Develop your goals. You can reach them. So we've got a lot more here to hit with Jeff Bernier and the rest of us here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. 
This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at Ledoux, Curran & Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett and the Inspired Team at REMAX 100, and Bethel College's Adult and Graduate Studies Program. Good morning, folks. Thank you so much for being with us today. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike Bernard, alongside Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory in the KFG studios. If you've missed anything, check us out, wisemoneyradio.com. You can catch up on previous episodes. You can also leave a question right there on the right. Also, give us a call, 574-222-2000, or send us a text. Lastly, check us out, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, at Wise Money Radio. We're joined by special guest today, Jeff Bernier from Atlanta, Georgia, CFP, talking about retirement planning. He was on the show, oh, back in September, talking about investment planning, and we've been talking about how to get a bigger vision for your retirement. Here's a question as we've kind of dissected this a bit. Is it only for wealthy people? Number one, is retirement planning only for wealthy people? But also we've been talking about this halftime, this, all right, uh, what's your next vision for your life? I mean, is that only for folks who are blessed to have a lot of resources? That, we're all looking at each other saying, well, <laughs> that's an obvious question. No, I'm, you know, I, in, in my opinion, uh, retirement planning, financial planning, wealth planning, whatever you want to call it, is for the people who want to someday retire, who want to someday have dollars and resources that free them up to do great things. And, uh, and, and so to me, it's someone who is focusing in on having significance in the second half of their life, however you define that, um, someone who's going to be planful for that uh, should be someone who just has a, a heart for taking a purpose-driven approach to, to their life and therefore to their finances. One of the things I love about what we do here at KFG, and the Wise Money Show is not a commercial for Corhorn Financial Group, but we believe everyone needs a financial coach. Everyone needs a financial planner. Everyone needs one plan that takes all the components of their financial life and and gets them in sync, gets to have synergy there. And how we've priced our service is where it's truly affordable to anyone wherever you are in your financial life. And, And part of this comes from Kevin's original vision as he founded the company. But Josh and I, both of our our visions have lined up with that. Some of you folks know my testimony. My grandparents grew up poor. Both my parents grew up poor. I remember one story my grandfather told me before he passed. He couldn't afford a Christmas tree when my mom and aunt were young. And so he snuck out at night. It was dark out, went a couple streets over and cut (laughs) cut down someone's little shrub tree that looks like a Christmas tree. (laughs) Cut it down, stole it, and brought it home because he didn't want his girls to not have a Christmas tree even though he couldn't afford one. And in one generation, my folks made some intentional sacrifices and intentional financial decisions that have meant I've never had to worry about that. And now folks, as a steward, it's now my responsibility to make those same choices for my folks. And you know what, I've been kind of sitting down and thinking about the different choices my folks had to make to get out of that poverty cycle. And one of them was having a financial advisor. The second, we've been talking about today, having a vision. And then third folks, just the simplest thing, just start saving. So I tell you, it's for anyone. Wherever you're at. Yeah, I I echo everything you just said. Um, You know, a financial advisor can create multitudes of value over the cost. 
And the key is that a uh, prospective client aligns themselves with a firm who shares their values, number one, and number two is an economic fit. I mean, I always uh, tell prospective clients there's three aspects to being a fit. Uh, one is do we have services that you're looking for, obviously. Do we do what you're looking for? Number two, are we a good relational fit? And that's really about the values question. Do we share common values? And number three is an economic fit. Yeah. And so you've got to make sure that the firm that you're interviewing is a good economic fit. Can they create enough value for you for the fees that they charge? And can they earn a profit to stay in business to serve you for the next 30 years, right. ideally? So it's a match. It's a mutual it's a mutual max. And the beauty today is because of the way um, – the, uh, the market has changed and technology has changed. There is a platform for everyone to get a fiduciary advisor. That's right. An advisor that will give them independent, objective counsel at all different levels of service and pricing structures. So yeah. there's, there's really no cost uh, detriment today to anyone who wants a partner to help shepherd their financial life. Again, it's all about interviewing the right firms and finding the right fit. So, so we've dispelled that myth. Here's another one. Here, here's, here's a question. So what, how do you approach someone, Jeff, specifically with your halftime approach, who doesn't have that halftime vision yet? Who doesn't really know? We, you start, you know, the core, right? What, what are your values? What do you want to do? What's your big dream? What stirs you up? Josh uses, um, what's your primary aim? What if someone just starts blinking and doesn't know? Yeah, and that's a great question because um, everybody does not want to go here. Uh, you know, everyone does not want to go there. Um, and uh, But what I found is that most people do, uh, but you've got to – when people come into my office, they're, they're not coming in for a psychologist. You know, they're not coming in for a counseling session – uh, about their deep emotional needs. They're do coming, you have a couch in your office? <laughs> uh, we actually do in, in the lobby. We have a nice big uh, coffee shop looking room. But at any rate, we don't lay them on the couch and ask them to look at lean blots and try to ask them, you know, <laughs> how their father wounded them or something. But, um, but, but I have found everyone, again, back to our process and yours, um, the financial plan is a means to an end. The end is to live the one life you have the best way you can for you. And oftentimes, you, just asking good questions. Mm. So the person that comes into my office that might be the type A driver personality who doesn't want to go there, if you ask them the right questions in the right way, they will, they will divulge really what matters to them. But again, as I just mentioned, um, when you interview firms, Every client is not supposed to be a client of my firm. Mm -hmm. And so for those that really don't view financial planning as a means to have a great life, in other words, if their goal is to double their net worth in the next 10 years, we just may not be the right firm for them. And that's mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. You know, that is just fine. So folks that come in without really that vision, your first question is, well, are we a good fit? Josh, how have you approached that as you've talked to folks about their their primary aim in life and if someone just doesn't really know yet? Yeah, you know, I, I just had a similar conversation with someone last night, a, a new 
candidate to become a client coming in for the first time, and I, I ask them that age-old question, what is your primary aim in life? What, how do you want your life described when it's too late to change anything about it? Well, those are great questions. Yeah, and it, it's interesting. No one ever answers anything related to money. Hmm. It's always about the people in their life or how they want to be remembered, what kind of impact they want to have. And the fun thing for us as financial advisors is that we get to help them unleash their financial resources to drive them towards that goal, that primary aim. Because if we help them achieve you know, better dollars and cents in their life, but they miss the primary aim, then we haven't really truly helped them. They've, they've missed the mark, unfortunately. Well, for a lot of folks, though, it, it requires, well, for everyone, it requires balance between the things that you want to do today and that life that you have, that vision that you have for your life out there in the future. And, and I'd go back to that's, that's why everyone, that's why we believe everyone needs, needs a financial coach uh, to help ask those right questions to figure out, well, what should you be aiming at? And then what are the habits? What are the things you need to be doing to get there. You know, it's always an exciting thing for us when a young person latches onto that idea early on that they do have a direction for their life and they want to get their finances in line with that direction. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so I am always encouraging people get started early. This is not something that you have to be 55 to get started in a true financial plan and and setting that course for your life. Get started early. We, well, we've worked with teenagers before. Yeah, and I would, you want to think about it, you, a financial planning relationship should be the best investment you ever make. Yeah. that's Because people are always wondering, well, what is the cost? And the cost should be relative to the value. That's why we have advisors in our firm that have been serving people for 25 years and advisors who have been serving folks for two and a half years. And it's, there's a difference in the, 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 what those folks cost yep. and who they serve. But the point here is, folks, is you can do it. Whatever your financial dream is, that vision, even if you haven't reached your halftime yet, Jeff talked about, uh, cut it off before you start going on that downward cycle. You can do it hire, find a certified financial planner to help. That's all the time we have for today, folks. Thank you very much, Jeff Bernier, for being on the program on behalf of him and Kevin Corhorn, Josh Gregory, myself, and all of us at KFG. Have a great weekend, folks. We'll see you next Saturday for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Securities offered through Silver Oak Securities, member FINRA slash SIPC. Advisory services offered through KFG Wealth Management, LLC. Doing business as Corhorn Financial Group. KFG Wealth Management, LLC and Silver Oak Securities Incorporated companies are unaffiliated.